we believe life is precious. This is it. We've got one shot at this. It's on us to live life to the fullest, to maximize what we've been given and play the game of life at our full potential. Are you living up to your potential? Are you frustrated that despite your best intentions, you just can't seem to make the changes needed to take things to the next level so you can impact your career, relationships, and health? If this is hitting home, you're in the right place. Our mission is to open the door to the exceptional life by showing you how to play the game of life at a higher level. So you're playing at your full potential rather than at a fraction as most people do. We'll share the one thing that once we learned it, our lives were transformed. And once you learn it, watch what happens. Welcome to Think It Be It, the podcast. I'm Kelly Hatfield. Hey, and as always, I'm John Mitchell. <laughs> we're back. We're back. <laughs> so this topic this week is you're just winging life. So the reason I say that, I want to ask our audience a, a question, two questions, actually. And and maybe, Kelly, why don't you think back when you were 40 and ask answer this on behalf of of the audience. But the the first question is what percentage of your potential do you feel like you're playing the game of life at so so okay. how would you answer that that question okay so i'm looking back 10 years when i was right. 40 right and so i am a few years into my first business at that time then and so i would say i probably would have said, cause I was really in a challenging place, you know, cause I just was starting my first business and it was just starting to really take off. Right. So I would say 50% though, even then I would lay awake in bed at night going, man, uh, you know, I've got more in the tank. I don't know how to access it or, you know, just being frustrated with myself because the business wasn't going faster. And I'm like, I'm right. not reaching my potential. So I, I would say again, looking back through and then trying to look through a different lens, I would say 50%. Right. That's 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 good. You know, it's interesting as I work with people, I see that it ranges from people thinking they're at 80 percent to 25 percent just in the last, I don't know, two months. I've heard that that range. So here's the second question. Do you and again, thinking like you were when you were 40. Yep. Do you have a way of doing life? No. I mean, at 40, I did not have a way of doing life. I was just, I didn't have a plan for success or anything. I was just like, all right, here's my goal. I'm not quite right. sure how I'm going to get there. I'll just take some action every day and maybe eventually I'll, I'll make it to that point. Well, and like you were just winging it. Yeah, right? totally. A hundred percent. Well, and to our audience, just think about those two things in your life. So what percentage are you, you playing to? And do you have a way of doing life? Well, let me give you the answers to both those things. You're freaking <laughs> winging it. You're just winging it. You don't have a way of doing life. Nor, and I guess I can say that because I didn't either. And Kelly didn't either. And we didn't know any better. You know, you just get up and do the best you can. Nobody said, well, you know, here's here's a way of doing life. You know, no. the way that everybody does life is they just uh, get up and do the best they can. And the problem with that is that 
because we're innately wired for survival, it's causing you innately to be fear-based and reactive as you live your your life. What you know? What a way to wing life to be fear-based and reactive. And you know, I find it interesting that it it's so obvious to me and to you now when I look back and as I present think it be it to people. That's ultimately where I sort of wind up is fairly quickly pointing out to them that they're just winging life and that there's nobody that is is going to slap them upside the head with this stark reality except me. And and I can do it because I was right where they were. I was winging life, too. And I saw, you know, how radically different life is when you live a life of immense intention and clarity. And, you know, we hear a lot about, well, I don't know that we hear a lot about it, but but I've heard the, the concept of living a, a life of intention and clarity, but I never really knew what that meant. Have you heard that that sort of phraseology before? Yeah, I definitely I've heard it before. And, and I think, you know, one thing when we talk about winging life, you know, when you say that to me, too, you know, or, or not living with intentionality, or, you know, maybe somebody think, well, I have a plan, you know, well, to the point you were making, part of the problem, you know, with not having, you know, a, a, a way to do life, is that back to what we've talked about on several episodes, your best intentions get sabotaged by your subconscious, by that autopilot. So unless you have a way of quote unquote doing life, like you're talking about, even the best laid plans, you know, um, like, so even if you do have a, maybe a clear vision for what you want for your life, if you don't have the the methodology or the way to do life, the thing, you know, like the think of right. the method, then it makes it exponentially harder to achieve those goals or execute on a plan. You know what I mean? So that's when you say do life too, I think, okay, well, you know, looking back when I was 40, like I had plans, I had goals, I had, I had the best intentions, right? but it goes back to that 95% of those thoughts and then having a system or a way of doing life that helps you overcome you know, and build those, you know, build the new habits and, and override that operating system that, you you know, innate operating system for fear. You know, you just hit on about three key, key things there in the span of like 20 seconds. And, you know, the first one is sort of, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an intention. You know, I see that, like I was telling you, I went to High Point University in, in North Carolina, where there are the whole university is built around teaching kids life skills. I mean, they, you know, you get a degree in whatever you get, but, but they also focus on teaching them life skills. And, and, you know, they define life skills as, as, you know, you know, being humble and being persistent and, and growing and all that type of stuff. But, you know, I see that as they teach them that, it goes in one ear, out the other, unless you wire it into your subconscious, because just like you said, 95% of your daily actions and thoughts are unconscious. If you're not wiring it in there, that's where the, you actually make it show up in your life on a permanent basis. When you just hear it, because the professor said it, 
it's going in one ear out the other ear. And respectfully, that's what I'm going to share. I am sharing with the uh, president of High Point is is here's the I love what you're doing, but but you're missing it here. Let me show you how to to you know wire it into their subconscious so it moves from being an intention to being you know part of who they are. And so that really is the the key. Is that again? The deeper you look and understand that 95% of your daily actions and thoughts are unconscious, the more profound it becomes. And you see how your whole life ultimately is subconscious mind, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. And I know I've said this a million times. If you listen to this, you're going to go, all right, already. But like <laughs> once I understood the science and how, because uh, like you're, I'm reflecting back on that 40-year-old. Right. Who, was fr- who was frustrated, who would beat herself up and have the best of intentions. Like I'm going to do this and this is what I, and then I would do it for a period of time. And then all of a sudden what right. happens that old subconscious thinking and you know, so all of that intention I have. So then you go through the cycle of beating yourself up because you were going to yeah. do this and you're not doing it consistently. And, you know, so it's this whole thing. And so, you know, a hundred percent, as soon as I was like, Oh, Okay. So what you're telling me is that, you know, everything, 95% of what I do, I'm doing out of habitual behavior that I've learned over time, you know, habits that I've created and, and that we're not set up for success naturally. Our brains are set up to protect us and to keep things familiar. So, and I, there's that distinction I want to make between comfortable and familiar, because for a lot of people being in chaos is familiar. Yeah, you know, it is there. And there's a comfort to that, even though it's their lives are a mess as a result of it. So, you know, I guess just going back to and reinforcing and validating what you said, John, and looking back at my 40 year old self, you know, it, it it wasn't until, you know, and, and again, being achiever, having a growth mindset, all of that. It wasn't until I learned a new way of doing life, this methodology to install all of the things that I was learning so that I can do that. I could do them consistently to get the outcomes because that was my problem was consistency. I'd have the best intentions. I would do it for a period of time and then, you know, not do it for whatever reason, fall off the wagon, so to speak for whatever, and then lose that momentum I had of being consistent. This way of doing life solves that. Right. And, you know, you mentioned it a few minutes ago. It's a system. And I see, I, you know, I see that in everything to make it consistent, you got to have a system like I think it be it is a system. It's mm-hmm. a system for creating immense intention and clarity in your life. And then you're feeding it to yourself every day. And then, of course, that causes it to get wired into your subconscious so that it all happens automatically without thinking. But it's a system. And, you know, there's systems within a system, like we have a system for being organized. We have a system for personal growth that makes it both strategic and and, uh, consistent. But so there's systems upon systems. And and I see that anything that that you want to accomplish in life requires a system. And I don't know that I saw this 20 years ago. Nope. I know I didn't. That's right. for sure. Yeah. And then too, and I know I've spoke to this before, but once you have the system, the relief 
yeah. that you feel like all kind of like, and, and I know I don't want to get too woo woo for people, but like different energy systems open up because you are not taking up all of this space right? with, you know, uh, just being frustrated and having the intention and not doing it. Like it, your world expands. This, this system helps things expand versus I would say I was contracting. I was a lot when I was before I had this system, you know? So right. anyway, yeah, I, you know, I, I and and I guess you know I I just look at this as I know you do too is is it gives you an advantage in life an edge in life and and boy if there's one thing I've got if you don't have an advantage in life something like what we have uh, you're getting the average life just plan on it you got to have something that gives you an edge and and you know one one maybe final thought I'll share with you. So I went uh, on this trip this past week, and I see something that happens with people as they get older. They start letting go of their health. Like I saw in a couple of instances, I was around a couple of really successful guys, and both of them basically told me, I've given up on trying to control what I eat. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hmm. That's interesting. And, you know, it's starting to show a little, mm -hmm. uh, but I've been watching like uh, Ginger's mom, who is like 90, 95, I think, 95 or 96, all the problems she has from giving up exercise and giving up controlling what she eats. I mean, it's, it, you know, they're making a choice that feels good today. Because, you know, they can eat whatever they want, but has serious ramifications down the road. And and I was with a friend of mine and his wife has sort of given up. You know, he hasn't, but she has. And I'm like, wow, that's an interesting dynamic that that is not going to play out well long term. Mm -hmm. And it's like Ginger. Ginger and I are, you know, totally in sync on this. She's she she eats better than I do. Mm -hmm. And I eat pretty damn well. Right. Uh, and and I bet I, I'm thinking Jared and you are the, the same in terms of taking care of yourself. Right. Yeah, we try to. Jared um, could use a little bit more work. In that area. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we're being honest. <laughs> but I think but but seriously, though, too, you know, you were talking about in the moment, it feels good and everything, but there are long-term ramifications. The other thing too, that I think about is the ramifications aren't long, like literally depending on what you put in your mouth, it immediately impacts yeah. how your brain works. Like it, it doesn't take long when you're feeding yourself crap to start feeling like crap. And then that to affect everything. You know, it yeah. affects your energy, how you show up in the world, maybe whether you get a deal or not, because you're not on your game or you're right. like, there are ramifications that are immediate. We just don't think of it that way. And again, that's where the science comes in and understanding the science has helped me too, with some of my fitness and health goals for that reason, where I'm like, I'm all about longevity and quality of life and energy, you know, and energy. Right. Right. Uh, you're right. I mean, it's, it is long term, but it's also short term. You know, if 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 you don't control exercising and uh, eating, the, you know, the short term effect is is you get fat, you 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 don't have a whole lot of energy, 
you know, if you're eating a lot of sweets and all, all that type of stuff. Well, your brain uh, doesn't work right. It impacts like right. your brain immediately has a response to what you're putting into your body. Yeah. You know? And it's fascinating, but oftentimes, again, people aren't educated about that or don't think about it that way. They're just like, I'm giving up. I've worked hard my whole life. I'll just, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, you know. You're well, gonna- and, you, you know, I tell you, though, you know, I am I see this with people. I know that when you start giving up, you know, and that, I think it ends up happening as people get in their 60s and 70s. They're like, God, I've, you know, I've most of the right things and I'm just tired. I just want to, you know, relax. Well, unfortunately you're going to pay a price and, and, you know, the price you pay is very unpleasant. I see that, you know, you can in theory have a long life. You can live into 90, but you may find that your last 10 years were a friggin' nightmare because of all sorts of ailments that come from, not exercising and and you know the the nightmare is getting alzheimer's and basically losing your mind yet you still have to grind through life mm-hmm. you know and if you're eating a lot of sugar and you're not exercising you're greatly increasing your chances for getting alzheimer's yeah. and so i don't know i've just this is this is my year for really up in my game on health and mm-hmm. and i again i've always been uh, highly tuned in my health, but not like I am now. And I like I like it. And you know, it's interesting how this now plays into my visualization. You know, this high, heightened level of health and awareness of different things is showing up in my visualization, which is is pretty cool to see. You know, and so too, just to kind of put a bow on that, back to that system for doing life. This is uh, your health. Really, is at the pinnacle of that. Yeah. Whole thing. Like if you don't have your health, you know, your quality of life is going to stink. You know what I mean? If you don't yeah. have your health, uh, there are so many things that cascade from your health. And so having a system like this, where you can, you can override that subconscious, you right. know, and create new habits with this system so that you're able to stay or to get healthy. So I think that's really the tie-in here is, again, that system, you know, and, and this works perfectly for improving your health. Right, right. Okay, well, I, th- I can't add to that. That sounds pretty damn good. So uh, <laughs> until next time, we'll see you. Thanks for listening today. If you've had your own aha moment from today's episode, send me or John an email. We'd love to share your epiphany with our audience. So email us at kelly at thinkitbeit.com or john at thinkitbeit.com. In the meantime, live the exceptional life.